Hello, mothlings, ghouls, and creatures of the night. You must have been attracted to the light. You are listening to the Midnight Moth Podcast with your host, Wednesday Winters from the band Pumpkin Guts, and your co-ghost, Royzen McGlennon. Hello. Imagine you're walking in the Irish countryside. You hear a repeated clinking sound like a hammer on nails. Your curiosity gets the best of you and you follow it. It sounds like it's coming from the woods. Before you know it, you are standing in front of a tree and the sound sounds like it's coming directly from that tree. Now this doesn't make any sense, but your curiosity gets the best of you and you still decide to go closer to check it out. Down at the roots of this tree, you see a hole that looks like maybe a rabbit could live there, but that is definitely where the noise is coming from. So you lean closer to inspect the sound, and inside of this hole, what you see, you just can't believe. There is a small man dressed all in green with a long beard, and the noise that you're hearing is him hammering the bottoms onto a pair of shoes. He looks up at you briefly And at this moment, you become startled and you hurriedly back away from the tree. But when you look back, it's gone and there's nothing there anymore except for the tree and an empty rabbit's nest. Did you just see a leprechaun? Leprechauns are the most known, I think anyway, probably the most known thing from Irish folklore. I know everybody knows what they are because they have a lot of popularity you know disney uses them in their movies the lucky charm serial uses it as uses one as their mascot there's the horror movie leprechaun franchise so we we're all pretty familiar with the leprechaun even over you know here in america but in in ireland uh the folklore goes back way further than you know like a cartoon mascot or a horror movie antagonist Leprechauns are actually part of the the fairy folk. They're the only ones of the fairy folk that have jobs. So, like, I know a lot of people maybe know about, like, the if you've ever looked into anything to do with witchcraft or magic or anything like that, you know about the fae and about fairies and stuff. And they're not something that you really want to mess with because their magic is pretty powerful and they can bring a lot of bad luck to you. Leprechauns fall into that category of fairies but they they're different than a lot of the other types of fairies and like I said they're the only ones that have jobs which is creating shoes so they actually are shoemakers by trade the reason that leprechauns make shoes though is because like the other fairies they do enjoy dancing and partying and stuff the they do not float and fly and things like other fairies do though so like where they actually dance on the ground they go through pairs of shoes very quickly so they had to start making their own shoes because otherwise they would you know like they would wear their shoes out and then they wouldn't have any so that's actually so cute (laughs) (laughs) they're the only ones with jobs and the job that they chose was to remake their little shoes because they wear them out from dancing and partying so hard (laughs) 
Right. Yeah. So like leprechauns, um, it's said that like they will have parties that last anywhere from like two to three days at a time. Oh, they go um, hard. Yeah. <laughs> they really, really love music. Like leprechauns are supposed to know how to play several instruments, including the fiddle and the Irish harp. So they play their own music. They have crazy parties and and dance their their feet off, basically. That is so cute. So I've seen in a lot of depictions of leprechauns that, like, they're supposed to be, like, heavy drinkers. Is that, like, an actual thing in the folklore, or is that just something that's kind of made up with, like, the Americanized St. Patrick's Day? So according to information that I got from yourirish.com, that is actually a misconception about leprechauns. They uh, they don't drink alcohol at all, which I find hilarious since they love to party so much. But I guess not that kind of party. But their their cousins do drink alcohol. Lots of other fairies do drink alcohol, but uh, leprechauns themselves do not. And I guess like you know, I guess like you immediately think of partying and dancing and stuff you think of alcohol like there's no way you'd want to dance that much unless you were drunk I guess is what a lot of people think (laughs) but uh but yeah leprechauns actually do not partake of alcohol which is good because could you imagine them trying to like hammer nails into the those little tiny spaces that you have to put nails in and shoes what time they were wasted like (laughs) it's actually very admirable that they party for like days on end with no kind of booze yeah like they're totally sober (laughs) i strive for that kind of energy their cousins are called chloricons so like those are the ones that like to drink and resemble the leprechaun but they're they're not leprechauns okay so leprechauns are just like cute little shoemakers that uh (laughs) remake (laughs) their shoes after they danced them off essentially Yeah, so, like, what I'm thinking from the research that I did and stuff, leprechauns, they stay by themselves when they're making their shoes and things. Like, they live alone in these, in the hollows of, like, trees and underground. They're alone during all that time. You think about how, like, when you were at work all day, like, you're working your job, and then when work is over, it's, you're ready to go blow off some steam and have a good time. That's essentially what they do. They're like, yeah, we spent our whole day working, making shoes. I'm done doing that. I want to go have some fun. So I can remember why I make these shoes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I read some stuff about how, like, they make shoes for other fairies, too. But I don't think other fairies typically wear shoes. I think they really just make them for themselves and for their own little leprechaun colonies. Right. Like, I don't... Depictions of fairies that I've ever seen, anyway. They're not really wearing any little shoes. Except for, like, Tinkerbell. But, I mean, I don't know if that really counts. (laughs) (laughs) The typical appearance of a leprechaun is they look like little old men. There are not any really uh, recordings of female leprechauns, so I don't know how they're born or anything. But um. I wonder if it's kind of the same thing, like, uh, is it gnomes or dwarfs where the women also have big, huge beards? I think it's supposed to be gnomes. Of course, we kind of go against that in our westernization 
ridiculousness when we make you know like yard gnomes and stuff we make little girl ones but without beards but yeah so maybe they all just look like that (laughs) well to be fair this is a little off topic but just to go along with this my D&D character is a gnome and she has a beard (laughs) (laughs) which probably makes her more powerful it does I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into that guys But yeah, she does. She has a big beard because, you know, why not? I would like a beard if I can have one. Right. <laughs> Going by the, the folklore, when you see one of these little old men, uh, the word leprechaun actually means little body. It's like an old Irish word. But yeah, they're like little old men with beards. They wear a green outfit like a green little suit kind of thing green hat sometimes yellow mixed in with that supposedly the sound of their little hammers gives them away like so you can you can hear them and a lot of time people will hear them but never be able to find them if you happen to see a leprechaun and you are actually able to capture it the only way that it will reveal to you where it's hidden gold is at because they do have treasure that they hide the only way they'll reveal that to you is if you threaten them with bodily harm yeah like you basically have to be like you tell me where your gold's at or i will kill you or or else (laughs) right basically yeah (laughs) so then what will happen is the leprechaun will try to reason with you because they do not want to give up their gold that's their you know that's theirs they don't want to give you that so they'll start offering you wishes so they'll give you three wishes instead in exchange for letting them go and them not having to give you the gold with like anything that offers to give you wishes you need to be really careful in this situation because any wish that you make can be twisted and turned into something bad so you're like okay yeah i'll take you up on that i wish that i had millions of dollars so the leprechaun grants this wish but the way that you get the money would be that like your mother dies and you get like a life insurance payout so you you want to be really careful in these situations because i think anybody who knows anything about genies or monkey paws or anything like that is you have to really be precise about the thing that you wish for if you take them up on this offer you definitely gotta know how to word what you're saying yeah because they will absolutely find any way to make it something terrible and horrible but also too like if you were to catch a leprechaun as well you have to look at them the entire time like you have to keep your eyes on them if they trick you into looking away they will disappear yeah because that's the big thing about leprechauns is they're supposed to be like little tricksters pretty well everything that i've read about like sightings of them and stuff like that it's like oh well i seen it and then i looked away and i looked back and it was gone yeah yeah and that's that's what they do like they uh they're able to just basically vanish in the thin air because they're magical beings so of course they can and it's also said that they lived in ireland before humans did like they were there first so basically like ireland belongs to the leprechauns yeah yeah essentially they do live underground though because they're the most brutish i think would be the right word masculine of the fairies you know so like they do they live underground whereas a lot of fairies live in other places like in nests and kind of hidden in the air and water and things like that but leprechauns live in the bottoms of trees and then down underneath the trees in like little tunnel systems like rabbits (laughs) (laughs) the first um leprechauns that were spotted uh were said to wear red clothes and not green 
so I'm curious because like leprechauns are supposed to be able to live for like hundreds of years. So I wonder if maybe their clothes have become green over time because where they do live like in the ground like maybe like it's like moss and grass and stuff yeah that could be it like they might not have originally been green i'd actually heard and this wasn't from any source this was just from you know talking to a friend about this but they told me that like the original like depictions of leprechauns they were supposed to be like bad Hmm. and that the reason that their clothes were red was from like blood stains because like well like you said (laughs) Uh, like they were the original beings in Ireland and when humans started to settle there they would kill them okay well I mean that makes sense I wouldn't blame them for that you know I don't so guess it's like would... oh what shade of red is that the blood of my enemies <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then over time where they actually try to avoid humans now and I guess they probably gave up on on fighting everybody turned green over time from the earth yeah that makes sense i think it's pretty common from what i was reading on yourirish.com that people think they see leprechauns pretty regularly in ireland but then nobody is ever really sure if that happened if it happens or not because you know different things come in in the play like did this person see a leprechaun for sure after they were at a bar all day long and they're walking home at 2 a.m. and they think they saw a leprechaun? Like, did that really happen? Was their mom playing tricks on them because they've been drinking all day and they're tired? You know what I mean? Like, there's like a, there's just a lot of different things that affect the credibility of people's stories. But with any paranormal thing, I think that's true, though. Like, there's always people who are like, I don't know if that really happened to you or not. You were probably tired. You were probably seeing things, you know, like, whatever. So, overall, I I would choose to believe somebody if they thought they saw a leprechaun and told me about it. Given that they're somewhere between two to three foot tall and the way they dress and stuff, I feel like that would be something that would be difficult to mistake somebody else as you know yeah um i mean they're pretty they have a pretty distinct look to them (laughs) like the only way is like if for some reason like a small person was dressed like a leprechaun but like how often which i don't know maybe that does happen pretty often in ireland Yeah, I mean, you never know. We have the we have people over here that like to dress like pirates all the time. So like, maybe that's the thing over there. I don't know enough people from or in Ireland to be able to tell. But you never know. It could be like cosplayers. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of, you know, people thinking that they see them, what were you able to find as far as sightings? Okay, so like... There haven't been a lot of sightings in the last, like, hundred years or so, but, like, in a pretty, in pretty recent years, not too recent, um, they actually found a tiny little suit on a mountainside in uh-huh. Ireland. Um, in 1989, it was reported that they found a tiny little suit and very shiny bombs, which is some kind of shoes. I'm going to assume it's some kind of little dress shoes Uh and four gold coins along with some tiny little bones oh like a leprechaun died yeah like it i guess that it just died there and it had its four little gold coins but this was in um this was on carlingford mountain in 
County Louth, County Louth, Ireland. Uh-huh. So they found that, and that was all over the news. That was a big thing. And, of course, there was a lot of skeptics because, you know, obviously. Yeah. But one man named Kevin Woods really deeply believed that it was true. So that same year, he led a leprechaun hunt, mm-hmm. and he didn't find anything that year. But he didn't give up. And for years and years, Kevin Woods would, like, you know, do these hunts you know, almost constantly looking for the leprechauns uh-huh. because he, you know, he just thought for sure that they were still around. And then in 2002, near Stonewall in on Gone Road, Gan Road. Like mm-hmm. I said, guys, I am butchering the pronunciation. <laughs> if you know, you feel free to correct me. It's cool. It's all right. <laughs> but it was also. Um, in Carlingford and like it was in the woods he was on a search with a group of people and found another pile of gold coins mm-hmm. but that was all that he found so now uh that's turned into this big national thing every year on the second Sunday in May Woods uh leads a leprechaun hunt in Carlingford and it's known as the annual Carlingford National Leprechaun Hunt So then, like, he had such a strong following that in 2009, it was actually put into law in Ireland that all the remaining leprechauns were protected under the European Habitat Directive. That's awesome. So also, to go with that, according to Kevin Woods, whenever he found that pile of gold coins, he claimed that it gave him the power to speak to the elder leprechaun. Okay. And that he told him that there were still 236 of them in existence. That's how the story goes. So they're an endangered species. They're an endangered species. And so (laughs) it was put into law under the Habitats Directive that they were an endangered species and they were, like, protected under it. Wow. Huh. So that's pretty crazy. So there must be enough believers... Yeah. For them to actually put it into law, hey, if you come across these, they're protected by law. Right. See, I know, like, we over here in America tend to lump a bunch of Irish stuff together to celebrate on St. Patrick's Day. So, like, people really celebrate leprechauns uh, or use leprechauns as a symbol for St. Patrick's Day and stuff. And leprechauns actually they've got their own holiday which is may 13th and it sounds like that's probably around when they have that uh leprechaun hunt every year so they probably could have put those kind of close together i would imagine i bet that they do it on leprechaun day it didn't say that but it said in the second week of well no it's in may so st patrick's day is in march Right, this is, May 13th is when Leprechaun Day is. Oh, okay, then yeah, that's probably what that is. That's probably National Leprechaun Day is whenever they do the leprechaun hunt. So, like, the whole thing, like, apparently it brings out tons of people. And uh, the whole thing is, uh, according to, like, the legend, is that to thank the humans for their protection under law, the leprechauns supposedly leave out 200 cauldrons full of gold throughout Carlingford. For the hunters to find now i didn't find anything about anyone ever finding any of the gold but that would be really cool if you found <laughs> a whole cauldron full of gold 
oh my god yeah you'd be like you'd have it made for the rest of your life your, <laughs> yeah your family would probably be just set for the rest of their lives like <laughs> <laughs> so i'm gonna assume that no one has found the cauldrons of gold but that doesn't keep anybody from trying people come out for this every year you think too like that the leprechauns also are tired of people trying to catch them all the time and stuff and they're just like here here's your opportunity to get some gold without bothering us. They're like, please leave us alone. Right. Like (laughs) here's a small portion of our large amounts of gold. (laughs) I mean, really think about how rude that is that people are like, you know what? This, this little thing here has some money. So I'm going to try, I'm going to catch it and I'm going to steal its money after I threaten to murder it. To be fair, that just sounds like how people act to other people. That is true. That's true. That's that's just terrible, though. Like I don't know. Like all they want to do is just live their best lives, you know, make their <laughs> make their shoes and dance their Go feet dancing. off. Yeah, <laughs> have their little gold coins that I don't know what they buy with them, but <laughs> more shoes. Like I think if I'm being completely honest, if I were out in the woods of anywhere, really, but you know, if I was in the woods in ireland or something and i saw a leprechaun it would probably scare me to death i would probably leave like i don't think i would go out of my way to try to catch it i would be afraid the last thought on my mind would be like oh there's a leprechaun i better go threaten him for his money (laughs) right because i mean you imagine just how like eerie and out of place and stuff that would feel like you'd be out just you know on a nature walk or whatever and then there's this little tiny being dressed all in green with like a, a long beard and like you know their little fancy shoes that they wear and stuff and it's just like I don't know like that would really just it would scare me I think anyone that has ever watched any horror movie should absolutely know better than to try to walk up to it or anything like that yeah and also too like just in general messing with fairies and the fae is is not a good thing like you don't do that like i don't know oh no you do not mess with the fairies no like they they exist in their own little like plane and we do not need to bother them because we don't understand the what they're capable of you know like yeah you definitely don't (laughs) you don't mess around with that and anybody that does is braver than me yeah but leprechauns are uh, kind of a figure that have just become associated so heavily with irish culture and saint patrick's day and and stuff like that and we wanted to talk about them because I mean, honestly, I think they're pretty interesting. They do fall under the heading of paranormal because it's not something that you see in everyday life. They are they are beings that aren't part of our uh, human sphere. We are trying to stick to a little bit of like an Irish theme this month just to kind of celebrate St. Patrick's Day a little bit. I've never been a big St. Patrick's Day person and I don't drink or anything like that. So it's not really something I'm going to be doing any kind of heavy celebrating anyway with. But I know a lot of people enjoy St. Patrick's Day and I thought it would be fun to kind of talk about this little creature that's kind of become the mascot for that holiday But even though we're not going to be, like, drinking and partying and stuff for St. Patrick's Day, it's still, you know, a fun time to celebrate Irish and Celtic culture in general. Because there is a lot of really spooky, like, 
paranormal stuff that we can talk about that falls into that category. And that's what we're going to be covering this month, if any of you guys are interested in that. Yeah, and also, too, I think that it's kind of uh, neat to really actually look into stuff to do with the Celtic and Irish cultures and to to realize that St. Patrick's Day is not just what we do with it here in America. You know, it's not just an excuse to drink green beer and go on a bar crawl, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so much more to it than that. Um didn't you have like one other thing you wanted to uh, talk about a little bit? Yeah, um, there was another really recent leprechaun sighting, and it's also in Ireland. Uh, it is in 2020. I found this on uh, meanwhileinireland.com. So apparently, two teenage girls and their little brother were walking their dog in the Cratlow Woods. Mm-hmm. Again, guys, I am butchering this, but it is uh, in County Clare, Ireland, near Limerick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the girl who reported on it, she was the oldest sister, and her name was Mary O'Neill. According to her, while they were walking the dog in the woods, they came across a tiny little man, no more than three feet tall, and he had a big long beard, and he was sitting on a stone, and he was mending a pair of shoes. And said that when they walked up on him, they could see that he was dressed in a top hat and knee-length pants and wearing, uh, according to her, the shiniest pair of brogues I've ever seen. Which, again, I'm going to assume is like some kind of little dress shoes. Yeah. I am not fancy enough to know what any of these terms mean. But we're (laughs) going to say that they're just shiny little dress shoes. And said that uh, after the man saw them, that he ran away. And all they could hear him say was, you'll not get me gold. (laughs) And then he disappeared into the woods. But also an honorable mention, if you guys want a good laugh, I'm positive that 99% of you have probably seen this video. But do you remember about 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, there was that YouTube video (laughs) that circulated really heavy of the leprechaun sighting in Mobile, Alabama. That came out in 2006, which blew my mind. It, like, hurt me a little bit to know that it was that old. (laughs) But, like, there's all kinds of memes from it. Uh, You know, all all the people in Mobile, Alabama, like, claimed to see that leprechaun, like, in a tree. And, like, they all gathered around out there and were, like, trying to take pictures of it and things like that. (laughs) <laughs> but you guys just like go Google mobile Alabama leprechaun and you it'll be the first thing that pops up in your search. It is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I just I think, you know, overall leprechauns are just a little um, fairy kind of thing that happen to exist on our planet that they're they're just trying to live and enjoy their lives just like anything else is. And uh we've made them scared of us because we're thieves so honestly guys i would like to think that they're just like nice little dancing machines but also i wouldn't mess with them because if there's more than one you are done for that is it right because it also sounds like they used to be pretty brutal killers at one point (laughs) and i mean they probably they probably still would be now if they were threatened so yeah if you ever come up on one i would really I don't care how much you want to steal their money. I would uh, <laughs> I would strongly discourage you from messing with them. 
if you ever come across a leprechaun that acts like it needs help, I would proceed with caution because they are tricksters. And uh, sometimes they will just do anything just to, to get like what they consider a laugh out of something. So, uh, yeah, they're probably just trying to get you to come close to them so they can bite you or something. <laughs> If you guys have ever seen the movie Leprechaun, then you know exactly what we're talking about. And also stay tuned for that. <laughs> later this month, we'll be reviewing that movie. And that was uh, something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you all want to be prepared for that episode, like, um, so you can kind of know what we're talking about when when you listen to it and have your own ideas and views about that movie. If you haven't seen the movie, I'm sure most people probably have because it is an older one. But uh, but yeah, that we're gonna be reviewing Leprechaun and talking the original. About, yes, the original, the first one that came out in '93, and we're gonna talk about how close they actually got it to the the folklore of leprechauns and the things that they got wrong in that movie which is most of the movie so (laughs) you guys can watch all 15 of them on tubi for free yes they are all on tubi and if you happen to be a person that for some reason has live tv or cable or whatever um (laughs) sci-fi For some reason, have cable. (laughs) (laughs) Sci-fi is already showing uh, Leprechaun, like, on the daily basis leading up to St. Patrick's Day. So you can also catch it on there. But, yeah, I I think that really about wraps everything up for the day. Um, As always, if uh, if you all have your own stories about Leprechauns, have anything that you want to share with us, add to this, anything like that, anything you heard that we might have gotten wrong or mispronounced or whatever, um, you can find us on Instagram, uh, the Midnight Moth Podcast. You can email us at the Midnight Moth Podcast at gmail.com. You can find uh, our co-ghost on Instagram. Yeah, you guys can message me anytime. My handle is TMM underscore co-ghost. I love hearing from you guys. Just anything that you want to talk to me about, you can shoot me a message. Yeah, we were we were so happy and so thrilled with how much people uh, got into the Mothman episode and all the hype that was around the Mothman episode. We're so glad that uh, everybody is enjoying our takes on these these old stories and these paranormal events we hope that like you continue to enjoy the stuff that the content that we're bringing you uh the things that we cover and we have a lot of stuff planned a lot of stuff in store for you all and i think as this podcast grows and we get the hang of what we're doing that it's just going to get better so just hang in there stay with us keep checking out our stuff if you could too also anywhere you're listening to this at give us a review give us a a rating all that stuff really helps it helps uh ensure that other people can find us and listen to us so we really appreciate anything like that too um we're gonna start working on some merch for you all and uh we're trying to put together a few things so we we got some cool stuff in store for everybody until next time we will keep the lantern burning for you she was a ghost, 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 gh